Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back again with another episode. Today we have Oliver in the He's a chef. Nice to have you here today, Oliver. Yeah, nice to be here. That's good. We were having a discussion about his, uh, not internship, his, his being a chef and his experience of what he's learned. Now, just to give a recap so and Oliver doesn't have to uh, <laughs> repeat himself <laughs> totally, Oliver was pointing out about everybody's unpleasant. His exact words was, when he went, no, say what you, what, what did the boss say to you when you went into the... First, first thing I've ever been told was, I'm a cunt, you're going to be a cunt, all seniors are cunts, get used to it, And it, this, you're going to enjoy it one day. Yeah, and this was in the chefing business, so I, I asked Oliver why, and Oliver explained that a lot of people get way too relaxed when you're too nice to them in the kitchen they uh you can't have you can have you can have a joke and you can have the banter but you've got to remember there's a time to be really serious so you can't always be a laid-back person in the kitchen you've got to be got to know when it's right and you've got to know when they're gonna bust your balls for something and when they're not you've got to remember it's all about timings now some would say oliver that you could actually have a happy environment and just have a good team where everybody knows what they need to do and will get it done and everybody pulls their weight yeah you think that's possible i think it could personally uh, could be possible but you've got to remember that there's always going to be that one person even if you do have a good team he's going to drag that team slightly down so you've got to have someone who you know is going to be a bit hard on them yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're always going to have the alpha. Yeah, in, you're always going to have. crew, but generally the alpha doesn't have to be malicious or horrible to no, everybody. No, they don't have to be horrible to everybody. It's just when someone something up, you've got to remember that whose head's going to be on the line at the end of the day. It's not really going to be yours if you're a junior. It's going to right. be the senior's problem. Oh, okay. So the, the seniors just have a high... Um, they must have a high turnover then. Yeah. Ah. So then that would indicate something's wrong then. Yeah. Where I work, we've just lost. Is this nothing to do with the COVID? Nothing to go with COVID. This is just the workplace environment. We've lost three people in the last two weeks. Oh, that, is that like on average? Is that typical? Yeah, it's not typical. Before COVID, it was a bit. It was better, but at the moment. We're also, after COVID as well, we're short-staffed, so... Really? Yeah, a lot. We There's will... loads of people out there who want jobs. <laughs> but they can't, the, the companies can't afford to pay them. Ah, so they're short of staff, but they can't afford to pay them. Yeah, so I was talking to my head chef. We dropped, end of COVID, 10 chefs. Mm-hmm. 
and we had two transfer from one of our sister restaurants mm -hmm. who came in and they were like one of them's just left because he couldn't deal with it because where he worked before was a bit relaxed where I work but you've got to remember also where I work I do three to four hundred covers a service so I'm doing eight what's a cover a meal one person yeah per so service three to four three hundred three to four hundred meals between Sorry, yeah? yeah between three to four hundred people between 12 and 5 and then the same again between 6 and 10 okay what is it like a restaurant it's uh, a restaurant it's restaurant fine dining and... restaurant okay Bloody hell. that's yeah. a lot of people you're that serving is a lot of people so how can you not how can a company not afford if you're that's like a military you're serving you're serving nothing less it's all it's because of the amount we spend on produce you've got to think as well that the company lost so much money during covid that do you have to weigh your waste and all of those kind of things uh they have now but there's barely any wastage in the kitchen we're, we're almost zero wastage now right every every little bit counts yeah okay but um, it's going back to what we were speaking about earlier i'll give you an example being the ex-military person myself yeah. The army have a mentality. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, army have a mentality that you you need to bollock people. Always be on them. Ah, you. The marines have a a different attitude. If I have to shout, if I have to shout at you, or if, rather, excuse me, if I have to motivate you, you shouldn't be here because yeah. you should come here motivated. And I really like the marines mentality on that because it means the majority of people on a good them. day do what they're meant to do yeah. and obviously you always get people they've gone they're going through personal issues etc etc um, so they may not be doing what they should be doing but um, yeah that's what I that's how I um, compute a good working environment that everybody comes there motivated they all like their job and stuff like that and I've worked on the dust carts where yeah. you've got a crew and they're happy to do their job. Everybody really, you know, a team really pulls together and they can get eight hours work done in two or three hours. And then yeah. they all go home happy. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. Mm. But no, in a kitchen, you've got, you have got the people who are motivated and want to do things. You've got the people who don't want to do it. But I think with even with the people who are motivated after you've done a certain amount of hours in a week you just begin to lose it i suppose there's also the added fact that you are always unsociable hours so your missus wanna wants to go out to dinner or do something you want to see friends yeah. you can't see them because you don't finish you start some if you're on a dinner shift you start at three and you won't finish till two o'clock in the morning and then you'll normally be back in for another shift at six so you don't have time to see anyone mm. yeah, i see what you mean so you said you've been in this chefing business for was it coming on six years six years uh, are you loving it the same way you loved it at the start oh yeah i absolutely love it i would not change it for anything okay what would you, if to younger you, to you six years ago, what would you say 
to the you six years ago that is vital that you should you wish you had known when you started that you've learnt now? Timings. Make sure everything you do you can do within a certain time limit and you're always being cleaner because every time it's just getting the job done but you should all I never ever used to be able to keep it within the time limit I'd set myself you gotta just work on your timings so you're talking about your own personal times are they more stringent than what the boss is asking you uh, yeah, but sometimes it's more that I'll have about seven or eight jobs and I'll have two hours to do them in and I've got to set a certain amount of time to do. How many different meals do you have to prepare in one sitting? It's all done. So we have everything ready, but everything's cooked as the check comes in. Okay, the check meaning that piece the, of paper. The piece of paper we get yeah. that tells us what you've ordered. So it's like pre-cooked and you finish it? No, not pre-cooked. Everything's cooked fresh. Okay. It's fine dining, full-on fine dining restaurant. Mm. So that means it's like, like takes half an hour to get from that chip to come in? No. We're, that's the other thing about where I work is that a lot of places you order your starters you normally wait about 10 15 minutes you're waiting maximum seven to eight minutes max for the main for the starter mm. as soon as your table's been cleared for mains <sighs> the most amount of time depending on what you've ordered like if you ordered a rib medium well well or well done and you've eaten a salad for your starter and you two minutes after you've got that salad go main they mains it so that means they say that okay they're ready for their starter you're, you're going to be waiting a good 15 minutes because it's got to cook it's got to rest it's got to be made sure it's done but that's only one thing everything else takes max eight minutes all right so this is where you talk about timing yeah because eight minutes it's, it's like you're it's all your real position is yeah it has to all be within an eight minute turnaround and even while you're doing that one table you'll have six other tables you'll be working at the same time so mm. it won't be oh yeah you've got table 69 and 52 You'll have table 69, 52, bar 1, bar 14, and three tables that have starters on them. So, is there, so there's an average ratio from tables to chef. So mm. if a, a chef shouldn't have, should have between, let's say, six to ten tables? No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. We have, so it works out that there are two people on source. Mm -hmm. uh, on veg section you have three people mm. but you only have on the service so sending food on veg you only have two you have person you have one person working your ovens and one person working <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. and one person working your pots 
Yep. And on the saw shelf, one person working your grill, mm -hmm. and one person working your garnish. That person on the back of veg mm -hmm. will be doing all the mise en place, so all of your stuff for the night and day. But he'll, he or she will also be killing hey. so, lobsters, getting langoustine, doing top up for all the sections. Sounds like that's why I see why the team is so important though because yeah. if someone calls in sick or running late, you're like you're in you're in the shit. This you. this is this can't work. No. You just like better you just don't come in. We'll cover you and then tomorrow you, you find another job. Uh, it <laughs> depends if you if you've actually got a valid reason. You, if you just don't bother turning up, they they'll fire you on the spot. But, right, so it's a real high and fire yeah. business. But if you actually call it, so say this morning I've been sick and I've been throwing up yeah. and I called at say 6.30, they haven't, I know they have enough people in the kitchen today to cover me. Okay. They have two sous chefs on so one of them can help with mise en place, they've got two people who can do service. So it's not like they're properly in the shit. Okay. But you pick like a Monday where it's only ever two people for dinner mm -hmm. and you're on a dinner shift and you call in, but you don't call in in the morning because you, you get up a bit late. You call in at about one o'clock saying you're going to be ill. Yeah. They're in the shit. You, there's no way they're going to get someone in in half an hour's, hour's yeah. notice. So when you get someone in, you just call up an agency? No, or it'll you... be one of the actual people on Rosa. Oh, okay. We don't do any agency shifts. Mm -hmm. We all, it's just our little kitchen team. I understand. Mm -hmm. Well, last question. Yeah. So I, know, I know you've been up all night and you're yeah. very tired. What's the impact you want to have on the world? I just want to keep going and I just like enjoy what I'm doing as long as I'm good at delivering great food I'm happy that's good so serve, serve the world with your uh, de la croix yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. well good having you thank you for having me we hoped you liked that episode keeping in mind we never know who we're going to interview we post twice a day 8am and 5pm GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday, with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor. <laughs>